2: Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Good morning to America's heartland voice. We're live here in southeastern North Carolina. The weather's pretty, sun is shining, and it's going to be a warm day today, and we're glad you're here. We also now would like to give an update on our chat line. Our chat line is now up, and uh, we have activated the chat line, so you folks that are listening, go ahead and get on the chat line and let us know where you're from. Let us know where you're listening from today. Now, on our Ammo Club, we'd like to give an update on our Ammo Club. We are looking at a supplier to get us some America's Heartland Voice promo products going. Uh, We're looking forward to that. There'll be some keepsakes and things that you will get as being a member of our Ammo Club. Now, the Ammo Club, how do you get on the Ammo Club? Well, when you join the NRA through our link, at ICAST.network. You become an AMMO member by joining through our link. We've got a lot of people have become AMMO members, and uh, we'll be getting some information out to you. Hello there, Richard Leaming over in Ballantine uh, excuse me, Batesburg, Leesville area. Uh, he is an AMMO member, and good morning. Uh, We are glad to see everyone, but back to that, we'll be getting some things out that will make it worthwhile of being an MO club member. But remember now, that is not part of the NRA, it is our club membership for joining the NRA at ICAST.network. We've had a busy week, haven't we folks, in, uh, in our amendments and our constitution and our rights as Americans, and we've got a world of turmoil. And we've got things going on that we don't like to um, have to deal with, but they have to be dealt with. And again, as I mentioned, and you'll learn more, the NRA, ICAST.network, we are committed to keeping our Constitution, our Bill of Rights with its amendments, forefront and in the hearts and minds of America. Because it's your voice that's going to count more than ever. Speaking of your voice, your voice speaks in many ways. Your voice speaks at the local coffee shop, shopping, family members, family get-togethers, those places where you go. It's now time that our voice must be heard. We're at that pivot, I think, folks. That's my opinion, that we can no longer sit back and let somebody else do the work. Uh, We may have been able to do that some in the past, and it might be a lot of reasons of why we are where we are today. But folks, your voice, in whatever way you can make it happen or in proclamation, let it happen. It is time for our voice to be heard, to have America and its values and its faith and its faith in one another to make model citizens. Now, again, on our on-site and, and online NRA membership sign-ups, well, we've really got another way, and that is we can help you here at our office here in southeastern North Carolina. Uh, if you, uh, you can call the NRA and join, you can uh, sign up online like most people do, but some don't do that. Or you can call our office and we will take care of it uh, at the office and we will send it in. But let me remind you, when we do it that way, it slows down the process. So keep in mind, the quickest way to get your NRA membership enacted or renewed is to go online at ICAST.network. And that's the quickest way to, to get your voice heard Through the NRA and the ICAS.network, and also it will. uh, We've got some real good subscription prices going on right now. Membership prices. Um, I'll get. uh, I'll get to an article that Wayne LaPierre, uh, the executive uh, president of uh, the NRA, he wrote in our uh, American Rifleman magazine. Uh, But I'll I'll get to that in a minute. But he uh, he talks about how we've rolled back membership prices 15, 20 years ago because they all realize that today's voice needs to be heard. America's heartland voice is going to do its part. Um, Let's move on to um, another part of our show is uh, to establish, uh, we may have some people that don't realize the history of the Second Amendment. And uh, according to my uh, information and people I talk to and I've had family members in, uh, in the public schools, a lot of things aren't being taught that have been, that used to be taught. So sometimes we've got we to go back to the ground floor, re, re, uh, re-burn the bricks, they used to call it. Uh, the Second Amendment is an amendment to the Constitution. It was adopted in 1791 as part of the Bill of Rights, and it provided a constitutional check on congressional power. I'd like to stop right there. Let's repeat that. It was adopted in 1791 as part of the Bill of Rights that did what? It provided a constitutional check on congressional power. Uh, can I do a footnote here, listeners? <laughs> maybe that's why the Second Amendment upsets and and gets uh, a lot of uh, politicians uh, roped in a wad, as we used to say here in the Carolinas. Maybe that's uh, maybe it has more power than we even realize. But it was written on Article One, Section Eight, to organize arms and and discipline the federal militia. The Second Amendment reads. And we're going to be working on some things where we may get these out to members about uh, a proclamation of the Second Amendment. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Referred to in modern times as an individual's right to carry and use arms for self-defense, the Second Amendment was envisioned by the framers of the Constitution. This is according to a college professor at William and Mary. And to future and the future U.S. District Court Judge George Tucker in 1803 wrote the same. In addition to checking federal power, the Second Amendment also provides state governments that's described as the last coup de grace that will enable the states to thwart. And oppose the general government. I will read the last. uh, Point I want to make today. That it says that last it was enshrined. In ancient. Florentine and Roman constitutional principle. Of civil. And military virtue. By making every citizen. A soldier. And every soldier. A citizen. That is the foundation and the actual proclamation of the Second Amendment that's in our Bill of Rights. What do you think, folks? Do you think it's important? As you will find more and more, the NRA and people that join the NRA, Second Amendment believers and followers, it is more than being able to just carry a firearm. It is more than being able just to Go to a shooting range. It's a lot more things than that. It is our, it is a right. It is a Second Amendment. It is a constitutional right that we have to keep the right to to bear arms. And uh, it's very important. I think today you will find that it is more important than ever, that some people are finding out and in, in, in opening the door to the Second Amendment I have done some calling around and have some uh, business relationships with gun owners, concealed carry permit uh, directors. It's hard to find. Uh, it's hard to find some firearms right now. It's hard to find some ammunition. And uh, according to some uh, conversations I've had, there are people that are restocking and preparing themselves and believing more that the Second Amendment stands for America and America's voice. And I hope it does for you, too. And if you have people that would like to listen to our show, show them how to get signed up at Spreaker.com. Sign up as a free member. It's free. And then they will be able to chat on our line. And um, they will have uh, access to a lot of shows. Uh, If some of you have uh, seen Dan Bongino on Fox News, he has a show on Spreaker Network. Spreaker is a large network, and uh, it's kind of like where ICAST.network, we're working through uh, Spreaker to be global and worldwide. And I have found that the NRA appeal, the Second Amendment, has a universal appeal. It goes all around and goes all around the world, and it impresses and teaches the constitutional rights that we have in America and that the whole world can uh, build upon and maybe secure rights in their country. As you well know, some countries have a lot of, they're very uh, lax about gun, uh, well, excuse me, that is not correct. Let me take that back. They're very constrictive about guns, and the right to own guns. And uh, I think these things may be rethought as the future goes on. When I opened the show, before we go to a break, when I opened the show, I did mention about a lot of things going on today in America. Uh, There are problems. There are things going on that uh, we don't understand. But, folks, I ask you to put those thoughts behind you. I ask you to put those thoughts in a place where they should be, and let's look forward. We must stand. We've got to get this thing together. Uh, I've heard some uh, news commentators and, uh, and show hosts talk about uh, they're not worried about things that the, the conservative uh, movement will come through. Well, here on ICAST.network, I, Dan Henson, I have a concern. If we don't act now, this is our time. This is our fight. This is our responsibility to make not just our voice be heard, but our actions. I'm not talking about getting in the streets with your firearms, but I am talking about the things I just mentioned. It, the time for us is now. Every generation, I think, has had the opportunity to either move forward or digress the freedom and liberties of the United States of America. And you're listening to a network that believes it's time to act now to save and and restore our freedom and liberties. And we are up against a very large foe. We are up against uh, an ideology that the government owes me, they own me, and they protect me. Well, the protection is true as far as our Constitution and our, our governing status as a, being a state being under the United States umbrella. They, they are to protect the states and its people. But, my friend, you know I'm talking about something deeper. I'm talking about the Second Amendment and the right to keep and bear arms. I'm talking about the right to protect our families. So as we go to our first break, or get ready to go, I want you to understand that we establish that uh, these rights are undeniable, although we have people tell us uh, they shouldn't be. And you'll learn there's news every day about these rights being taken away from. And uh, there's a lot of people that are don't understand what they're allowing to happen. But we cannot rely on those folks to uh, wear out anymore. We must stand. And we must be America's heartland voice. And uh, as we uh, move along the show today, I hope you'll enjoy it. Let's go to our first break, and we'll come back. And I'd like to touch on the article and I hope you got your uh, your uh, publication. And uh, we'll be back to go over a little bit of what Wayne said, uh, a highlight or two, and move on. But uh, here's our...
1: With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
2: This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky.
1: Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: First break and I hope you've enjoyed the show so far as we set things in action. Now that we have your attention, thank you for listening to ICAST Media, the Freedom Network. Visit us at ICAST.network. Now, back to the podcast. Welcome back, folks, to America's Heartland Voice. And uh, wherever you're listening from this morning, on this great Sunday morning... As you prepare to your activities of whatever Sunday means to you, uh, attending your house of worship, uh, whatever you do to uh, recognize God as our our supreme being, enjoy the day. I hope that we set the tone for you to have a good Sunday. Uh, and we are we are doing that every Sunday here on the ICAST.network. Now, as I mentioned before the break, I wanted to touch on uh, just a, a few lines of, of what Wayne LaPierre, the, executive, Vice Pre- the v- executive president of the NRA, he touched on in the title of his article, it's time to fight. And it is time to fight. It's time for us to gather together our information and get it together and promote the fight of our lifetime, I think. I do, folks. I think today is one of the greatest fights we're, we're going to have look around you what's what we've got going on today the chaos the turmoil the uh <laughs> I still can't believe I'm going to say this on a on a network on a podcast we live in a country where we're going to defund law enforcement i don't understand it do you under did you catch my pause it's hard for me to fathom that we're going to defund law enforcement, the laws of our land. Where did we start teaching people that a government, a body of people without laws and enforcement would ever survive? I won't go, all, I won't go into everything to, co- to answer really my own question, but my question is to you as such we are we've been teaching this somewhere but not only have we been teaching this it is infiltrating all aspects of american society it's it's everywhere you know where they are you know where you hear things brought up and you shy away well i'm not asking you to put yourself in harm's way because i'm afraid no matter where you do go or do anything now you're going to be in the on the edge of harm's way. Do you understand my plight this morning? I'm not asking you again to put yourself in harm's way, but remember, harm is coming to us. I just mentioned a few moments ago our uh, our ICAST Ammo Club member Richard Leaming that has joined our new chat line this morning. Here's the little town of Batesburg-Leesville area. It's a small area right outside of Columbia, South Carolina. I know it very well. These areas, small-town America where we are, outside the studio, uh, Myrtle Beach is a a larger area, but where we are, we're kind of out in the country, so to speak, from Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, right on the state line. These areas are not immune anymore, just because of population. These ideas are getting in everywhere. I personally think, <laughs> I think it's starting in our daycares. I think it gets it's in our schools, it's in our colleges, it's in our workplace. Everything shies away from American value. And though if you're if you're willing to stand today, you have already started speaking your voice. Let's get to what Wayne uh, LaPierre has a very good article, and I'll only take an insert or two from what he says. Listen at this, folks. Joe Biden, that it looks like he's going to be uh, the Democratic nom- nominee. Uh, he looks like he's going to be our, uh, comp- our uh, adversary in the political campaign. I don't know if Joe knows it or not. Somebody better wake him up and tell him because I'm not sure he knows. No, that's in jest, folks. Uh, There are people with Joe Biden and know that Joe Biden is standing for the things that we are so adamantly against. So speaking just on the part about Joe Biden, I quote from Wayne LaPierre's article in the June-July American riflemen. Biden has made it clear that he'll weaponize the full power of the federal government to lay siege against the Second Amendment each and every day until you're forced to hand over your firearms. In fact, no presidential nominee in American history, not even Barack Obama or even Hillary Clinton, has made it more clear than Joe Biden, that freedom in his crosshairs, and he's coming for our guns. Even while the Trump administration was marshaling the full resources of the federal government to fight the coronavirus pandemic, Joe Biden was issuing direct threats to gun owners on the campaign trail. I don't know what trail he's been on. He's been in a basement for weeks, uh, but I'll leave that to Wayne. And even as record numbers of law abiding Americans purchased firearms during this crisis for protection of their loved ones, Joe Biden was threatening to use his power as president to invoke door to door confiscation of those same guns. Biden has pledged to ban every firearm in America that holds more than one round. He's told American gun manufacturers point blank, I'm taking you down. That's in quote, folks. I'm taking you down. He's literally threatened to deploy the armed forces against any American who tries to keep his or her gun, saying, If you're going to take on the government, you need an F-15 with Hellfire missiles. Folks, you don't think we don't have a fight on our hands? Read the rest of that article. Go to ICAST.network and notice the headlines that come from the NRA. We are in a fight for our lives. We are in a fight for our safety we are in a fight for the American values that have sustained us for over 200 years look at Venezuela do we want to end up back uh, end up like they are Venezuela was one of the largest oil producers I may get the years wrong uh, 15 20 years ago their economy was booming uh, just success abounded, the whole country. But then they decided on socialism. And folks, you know the story today. Look where they are. There are so many other countries that have tried what seems like a growing and, and larger major, uh, uh, margin of citizenry in the United States wants to employ I try to keep this show on the Second Amendment and gun rights and all that the NRA is going on, but folks, there's times we have to touch the big picture, and I think right there is where a lot of us and different organizations have been scared to touch the big picture. Well, the big picture, the big picture is there is a growing movement to take America down. You can call yourself of any political affiliation you'd like. I think that the movement is growing and it's stronger than it's ever been to take this country down. Let's not be a part of it. I want to save this country. That's why we have initiated America's Heartland Voice. This show in itself will not accomplish what I want us all to do, what I want us to do together or as an individual. But we've got to save America in our way. And again, I think the first step is becoming a member of the NRA. I think the second step is listening to America's Heartland Voice show every Sunday morning. Because, folks, let me say this about when I picked Sunday morning, I pick Sunday morning for a lot of reasons. A lot of them are biblical, and uh, this is not a theological show. Uh, I pick Sunday morning because um, I do, well, I'm going to relate right back to something biblical. Uh, We take Sunday morning very seriously as Christians. Uh, Traditionally, Sunday has been a day of rest, although our society has Kind of dealt that one a blow, but uh, that's for another day. But Sunday mornings, as I mentioned earlier, whatever you're going to make Sunday morning today, make it with the um, intent, I'm going to make my world a better place. And I think conservative values, the values of the NRA, and and those of you that know us of ICAST.network, That's why we call ourselves the Freedom Network. I believe that freedom is entitled and is a right to every U.S. citizen. I don't know why we want to tear down our history. I don't know why we want to dismantle our history. America was a young, aggressive, and boisterous country. And it took those kind of folks to move forward. We did not invent any type of slavery. It was a it was a, a commodity of the times. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it, but today it's being thrown around again that uh, that the United States was uh, responsible for slavery. We're not responsible for slavery. Look what America did when we got it right and we abolished it. I'm from the Carolinas. I believe in my southern heritage, but for the right reason, folks, we abolished Slavery, in one sense of the word. I believe you can become enslaved again by the U.S. government. That's a story for another show and another network. But I believe that we cannot destroy our history, right or wrong. We've made a lot of things right in the United States. I don't know of anyone that cannot walk in to anywhere in a public place or make themselves all the U.S. citizen they want to be. That's where we are. And I think you folks agree with me. Uh, As we come to what we call the hard break, we're going to look at some. uh, But anyway, thank you, Wayne LaPierre, for writing that article. It's one we really needed to hear from. And as a side note, before we go to break, uh, the First American Freedom, they doubled up their publications because of COVID and all it was causing about workforce reduction. So you got a, a double uh, subscription for June and July. But uh, as we go to break, we'll come back on the other side of the break, and we're going to see what um, NRA members, uh, I hope as we grow, what ammo members are doing in their area and things that are going on in their state. And I've got a real good uh, uh, article from the NRA about what happened in our North Carolina. Let's go to a break, and uh, we'll get to that right after the break. Take care, folks. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Go get you some coffee and a ham biscuit, and we'll be right back. that we have your attention, thank you for listening to ICAST Media, the Freedom Network. Visit us at ICAST.network. Now, back to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Glad to have you back. Did you get that ham biscuit and coffee? Did you? Should have. I'm from the South. I've already had my grits and eggs and had country ham this morning with my coffee, and uh, it makes the day when you're a Carolina grown boy. Uh, I wanted to touch on, uh, let's see, let's get our stuff together, Dan. I wanted to touch on some news that involves our membership at the NRA. The memberships can be bought online at ICAST.network. And again, when you become a member through our sign-up link, you become a a member automatically in the Ammo Club, and uh, you can do it online. We're going to have an on-site sign-up in Mount Airy, North Carolina, September 14th, I think. But we're also lining up where we may be on-site at some other events, uh, but that will be later in the year. When you, when you sign up, we get a report from the NRA about who signs up through our links. Once we get that report, in a few days, uh, and, and you'll be, uh, these ammo members, you'll get an email from us and, uh, about signing up for the ammo Club. Uh, I think we're going to make it where you can sign up, and as soon as your name clears our, where you signed up on our link, Uh, you'll get it that way as well. But we're working on two or three different ways for you to get hooked in to the Ammo Club. And again, folks, what we're working on, I think you're going to really like about some benefits, to the way to promote not only our network, but the NRA. Uh, Here's the first headline we want to go to. Uh, It's it's, uh, good news. And... um, For any listeners that we may be having, and I see we've got listeners uh, from from outside the Carolinas already, Uh, come on, join that chat line, and let's see what you can get going on our chat line. Uh, In Indiana, this uh, is an announcement from Tuesday. Uh, This coming Wednesday, House Bill 1284 will go into effect. A five-year license to carry a handgun will now be free to obtain. In addition, applicants will have the option to register to vote while applying. Removing barriers for lawful carry in Indiana, including taxes and fees, is significant for many Hoosier gun owners that desire to carry for the defense of themselves and others. I think that's great. Um, Just look, folks, the the license will be free to obtain. Isn't it nice to know that some of your tax dollars are coming back to you in a benefit that we as uh, America's Voice members can relate to? So you folks in Indiana, congratulations. Your tax dollars, a few more of your tax dollars, are working for things that we support. Have you thought about it that way? Think about it, the things that your tax dollars support that uh, are detrimental to our rights as American citizens. Uh, I won't go into all of that at this moment, but this deal of kneeling, I'm getting more and more reports every day about certain organizations and certain places are going to kneel. I pause, folks, to get my thoughts together to remember to put this in family show terms. It ain't happening on my watch. That's the best way I know how to put that. Now, as we look, and moving on before I bog down in that on the uh we've got some good news for our state of North Carolina. <laughs> I know you find that hard to believe, North Carolinians, or as my daddy used to say, you Tarhelians, us Tarheelians. Uh We've got a lot going on in our state of North Carolina that we seem to be hampered and hamstrung about our freedom. We have a governor that uh, here in my office and in my home, we refer to Cooper as the Cooper Scooper. Uh, some others have uh, changed the letters and called him Cooper Pooper. Whatever, he's a ooper one way or the other. And uh, we've got a a preservation act that we're going to try to get uh, passed here in North Carolina. Uh, here's, the, here's how it reads. And uh, again, North Carolina, we keep moving forward as well. But I tell everyone in the sound of this podcast, Watch, keep up with your legislative branch. Keep up. I know, (laughs) let me do it this way. If you would keep up with your legislative branch one-tenth as much as you do Facebook, you would be a well-informed citizen, hands down. I don't charge anything extra for that, but if you'd like to make a donation, you can call us and I'll give you the address. We'll take that donation. But here it is. On June the 25th, North Carolina Senate voted 33 to 14, and the House voted 77 to 38 to pass House Bill 652. It's called, as I referred earlier, the Second Amendment Preservation Act. Can I make a footnote here? Can you tell we're even having to we're, we're still having to propose bills to to keep our Second Amendment safe? Think about that now let me move on. It is to expand the ability of citizens to defend themselves and their loved ones while attending religious worship. Does that not fit in with Sunday morning? Uh, let me touch on something there. I know the majority of our listeners are preparing to attend services today. And I appreciate we do here at the Network that you're listening while your wife's getting you the right tie on, getting your socks to match, or you're, you're doing the best you can, and I hope you don't look like bozo when you arrive at your uh, religious activity of the day. There's a family joke in my uh, that uh, my father-in-law dressed himself one Sunday morning, which he was colorblind, and when he arrived at church, it was a sight to behold. You'll have to—that's—that's that's a laugh among our, our family. But we still have to preserve these rites. And here it is Sunday morning, and you know there are churches, and I don't, and I do uh, suggest no matter the size of your church, that you follow why this bill has been proposed. I'm sorry, folks. I didn't think I'd ever see it. But religious activities, especially those of Christian faith, the Judeo-Christian values, wherever they're proclaimed today, it's not the same service. It's not the same activity It's not the same atmosphere that it was 35 years ago. The House and Senate agreed in a conference to extend the legislation beyond the freedom of worship, but making it easier also for individuals to renew their concealed handgun permit, as well as two minor exemptions for first responders. I won't go into the details of House Bill 652, but if you're listening in the home state of North Carolina, the Tarheelian state, <laughs> please keep watch and thank the legislative members that are trying to get this bill passed. And... Um, They voted to pass it, but you know the the legislative procedures to do so. I will say this in closing about this um, House Bill 652. Um, And as I read the last line of the article, the final bill also requires sheriffs to accept a refresher training course rather than a full course for individuals who have let their concealed handguns lapse so long as it is more than 60 days and less than 180 days. uh, There are so many things that they let lapse and and you don't get, uh, you know, there's no recompense for it. But I'm glad to see there is a a kind of a a doorway, a a period of uh, grace, (coughs) excuse me, for this bill and, and applications that apply to it. Now, here's one of the most underlying messages of this article that I read to you, and you and Tar Heel State can relate to it. Although this is a bipartisan legislation, it goes to Governor Roy Cooper for his signature. God help us. Let's move on to the next article that I'd like to mention, uh, and that is a a firearms update. Some of you right now may may start counting off and naming off maybe even the serial numbers of any Winchester product you own. Uh, Winchester's been making uh, firearms for many, many, many years, and there's a Uh, As of June 19th, there was a press release uh, that Winchester Ammunition landed a $38 million contract with the Department of Defense for 9-millimeter ammunition. Winchester is supporting our country in ammunitions and firearms. Here's a tidbit that might make it interesting. I'm glad you listened to uh, America's Heartland Voice this morning. Since World War I, Winchester has been the U.S. Army's largest commercial supplier of small caliber ammunition, simultaneously meeting the needs of both law enforcement and the U.S. Armed Forces for decades. Isn't that great? Um, I'm so glad to hear news like that. And uh, we down south have been uh, kind of lobbying, and our actual uh, our our representative from our area here in southeastern North Carolina has actually talked to gun manufacturers about relocating here in our area. So um, we keep pushing forward. Uh, thank yeah, Richard, you know how he feels. <laughs> I'm sure you do. Uh, we, we're coming up on our quarter break. After this break, we'll kind of change tone, we'll kind of get off the headlines, and we're going to go into a very respective Sunday morning devotion from our pastor, Sam Watkins in Oklahoma. Sam's a very very nice guy, he's a super guy, he's a U.S. Army veteran, and uh, he's part of our network, he's on our advisory board, as well as Richard Leeming is, Richard... uh, he he has helped this network so much, we can't say enough to Richard or about Richard. Uh, the only thing I have to say about Richard in a derogatory way is he can't drive a school bus. I was with him in uh, High Point, North Carolina, and he got in a school bus and almost ran over me. And you know what's um, hard to understand about that? <laughs> the bus had no engine. Um, Here in all solemn and seriousness is Pastor Sam.
0: Good morning, America's Heartland Voice. Sam Watkins here, Executive Director of the Centurion Center, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. I want to bring you this week's devotion. And before I start, I'd like to say I really, really enjoy being able to share with you in an audience of of like minds and like goals. And one thing I wanted to share about, uh, one thing that's always been on my mind is a phrase if you will an idea if you will called waiting on God and as pastors we don't always have the right words sometimes we have to look for other pastors and other uh, speakers other guys that write these devotions to kind of help something along and guys I found something that we can do and gonna do over the next eight weeks That Dr. Charles Stanley wrote, a short devotion called Waiting on God, and I think you'll find it helpful, I think you'll find it useful, Um, I pray that you do, but definitely want to give Dr. Stanley credit for this, it's entitled Waiting on God, and in the first it says the nevers of life, never, it's the word that can stir the deepest fear in the bravest heart, I'll never find a job, this will never get better, I will never get married, I'll never have the child I long for. He'll never come home to me. It's the lie that originates with our sinful nature, and it insists on putting a divisive end to all our hopes. Don't bother to dream it whispers cruelly. You don't deserve it. Stop wishing for what you can never be. And so we continue to drive the nails into the coffin of our dearest longings. The Lord will never answer my prayers. But this is the challenge of waiting on God. It's the ability to keep hoping when the nevers of life bombard us, when the minutes, hours, days, and years tick away without any answers to our most passionate pleas at the throne of grace. It's the faith to hang on to the Father on the long road when we human reason tells us to give up. If the nevers of life are discouraging you, if you've waited for the Lord to fulfill his promises, if you wonder how God has allowed such a lengthy delay in answering the deepest cries of your heart, If that's where you are, friend, then this is the right reading plan for you. If you look, you'll find meaning and hope in these times of waiting on the Lord to respond. Though you don't see him working, you can know for certain that he is because he guarantees that he acts on behalf of the one who waits on him. Not only that, but the Father has an awesome plan for you. Purposes that are fantastic, perfectly suited for you, and that will give ultimate meaning to your life. However, God also has a specific schedule, one that's often vastly different from what you'd expect. Maybe if you wait far beyond what makes you comfortable, and most likely will make you feel that all earthly hope is gone, so that you'll rarely solely rely upon him. What I intend to show you throughout the devotion that I follow is the only never you should focus on is that God will never let you down. So whatever it is you yearn for, no matter how long you have to wait, you can trust that the Father to lead you. And you can know absolute certain that he has your very best interest in mind. Friends, I don't know where you are today, but I know I'm an impatient person. And I want to tell you this. My experience since becoming a believer in 2007 and becoming a pastor in 2011, a church planter in 2014, a Veterans Foundation leader, in 2017 i want to tell you this truly i say to thee and i say that pastorally the best things absolutely come to those who do it in god's time not wait but do it in god's time now maybe you say sam how can you back that up let me give you just a few scripture verses and then i'll leave you with a prayer the passages that we used here today are very very simple well, first one found in Isaiah 64. From of old, no one is heard or perceived by the ear. No eye has seen a God besides you who acts for those who wait for him. Indeed, we felt that we had received the sentence of death, but that was to make us rely not on ourselves, but on God who raises the dead. Second Corinthians 1. Deuteronomy 31. Be strong and courageous. Do not fear or be in dread of them, for it is the Lord your God who goes with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. Friends, what some beautiful, what beautiful, beautiful passages on this Sunday morning. Knowing that our God, our Father, has our very best interest in mind, and that when we ask prayers, as we come to him as his children, he's going to say yes, no, or wait. And we have to be prepared for that. But the question I leave you here today is, do you know him? Does he hear your prayers? If he doesn't, I pray you'll reach out to me. Email me, sam at brancheschurchokc.org. Or you can text information to 405-388-5044. Would love to talk to you. Guys, let me say a quick prayer. Father in heaven, for all those listening today. Father, we pray for our states, our cities, our nations, and our leaders, Father. Even for those leaders that we don't see politically eye to eye with, Father, we pray for those guys. We pray for those ladies because you told us to. Pray for those that are appointed in leadership positions, and we do that today, Father, because we know you are going to answer our earnest prayers. Scripture tells us that the prayers of a righteous man availeth much. And, Father, our righteousness is your Son, Jesus. And, Father, if there's one that don't know him, Father, may they use that email address, use that phone number, call us today. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you've enjoyed America's Heartland Voice brought to you by ICAST Media. Dan Henson, it's all yours.
2: Thank you, Reverend Sam. Thank you very much for that inspirational devotion. What better way as we uh, come to the closing of our show then to have Reverend Sam Watkins of uh, Dale City, which is in a suburb of Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, to bring us a message that will, I hope, stay with you all day, inspire you to be an American citizen that God would be proud of. You know, I always think about, uh, when I mention it like this, uh, you know, um, the Bible talks about that Jesus grew in stature with God and man. And um, and the Bible talks about render under Caesar the things that are Caesar's and the things that are God's to God. Uh, which I did watch Sergeant York Memorial Weekend too, so that <laughs> that's fresh on my mind. Uh, we can be a balanced citizen. I want. I hope as much as anything, as our net, as our America's heartland voice grows, that we will learn and realize and become a brotherhood of what I call a balanced citizen. A citizen that is proud of God and his country and the people that are therein. America's Heartland Voice listeners, I am satisfied that we are a silent majority. We have been silenced by one of the greatest ways of communication in our world history. Look what I'm doing today with listeners as I've looked at the stats while the Pastor Sam was playing. We've got listeners already all in several states. There are a lot of people that that feel like we do, that believe like we do, and know what we know. We've got to get these people active. We can no longer be passive. I often think of how passive or how adamant should we be. I'm not asking you will you or want you. But remember when Patrick Henry stood right over here in the southeastern shores of Virginia and said, Give me liberty or give me death folks we will according to our devotional time with pastor sam realize this is our life here is only a spark against an eternity spark an eternity spark plug this is only one spark in a spark plug that burns for eternity let's make it count in the last few minutes of our show i'd like to recognize some folks as we close Most of them are are ammo members, but uh, as I told you in the opening show, Father's Day, I know a lot of people all over the United States. And um, I know a lot of transportation, logistics people. I know what we know as truckers. I know a lot of them. Been with them for many years. And uh, we'd like to recognize Warren Crane out of Danielsville, Georgia. If he's riding down that I-95 headed to the Sunshine State today, fulfilling his duties, be safe, Wayne. Uh, Excuse me, Warren. Be safe. Uh, We've got listeners from Gastonia, North Carolina, probably an AMO member listening. That is Jim Barnes, AMO member, and the NRA member uh, Richard Angel from Elgin, South Carolina. We've got people listening. As I mentioned, Richard Leaming from Batesburg, Leesville. We got Tim Leeming from uh, Columbia, South Carolina. I see we've got listeners already from Macon, Georgia, and uh, got listeners from Nashville, Tennessee. Welcome aboard, folks. Sign up, get up, and get involved. And uh, you'll be glad you did. Uh, in closing, I spoke with Bill Blair, and uh, he's excited about coming on the show and, be, and uh, it telling you some uh, stories <laughs> with a little uh, flair and flavor about his relationship and involvement with some old Western uh, cowboys and uh, his love of uh, firearms. Uh, and it, as you remember, Bill Blair is from the Bill Blair Racing family of High Point Thomasville area. And as long as Sheila can keep him straight and keep him together, We'll have him on in a, in a, in shortly, in a few weeks, and uh, you'll really enjoy Bill Blair's uh, escapades uh, involving firearms and the old Western stories. Also, we'd like to mention that in closing, Tim Leeming, the editor-in-chief of our network, has some very good essays and editorials on what our Constitution is and what it means to America. And we'll get Tim on on a regular basis as well about what America was, is, and needs to be. And uh, we're looking forward to that as well. Thank you, folks, for listening in on our first show with the actual chat line live. Again, Ricky, thank you so much. Thanks to uh, everybody here at the studio and our corporate office in southeastern North Carolina for putting this on. We're always thankful and appreciative to the Spreaker Network for allowing us to take our network worldwide. And we appreciate that. We hope to grow, to inspire, and remember, above all, you are America's heartland voice. You are the voice of America. Uh, there are many sounds in America, but you are America's heartland voice. Uh, let's close with something that... Uh, Tim Leeming was very touched by the way we closed the show with this and I'm going to let you listen and let it uh and let it uh, touch you as well again This has been a presentation by Network, CHC Company of North Carolina.